and welcome to episode 59 of the Cyber Powered Hour. I'm your host, Wielding Hammer, and here with me as always is my man, Pack the Devil. Hello. Check this out. How's it going? I'm good. I'm going to be you for, for a little while. That's okay. a lovely. That's a lovely picture of you. Mm-hmm. You have to look at the stream to see it. <laughs> um, Alright. <laughs> Oh, he wasn't ready with the stream. I didn't have the stream pulled up. <laughs> Jesus, we went live 21 minutes ago? Uh, no, just 10. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, it's fun when cameras freeze. How you doing, man? Mm-hmm. I know that we both had a very lovely week. It's been the best fucking week of work ever, I'm telling you. <laughs> no complaints. I will complain, it's over. Yeah, that's the problem. It's coming to an end for us both very quickly. Sure is. So, so you know, lots of yard work and gardening. and. <laughs> I did mow. <laughs> Rearranged the furniture. Yeah, Grinded no. Destiny about 17 to 20 hours a day. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit of that, you know. Yeah. That super dead boring game. <laughs> dead game. Oh my dead gosh, game is, is, it, is it incredible? Holy shit. Here's what Destiny 2 should have been at launch. Man. Jeez, if it was, <laughs> where would it be today? I don't even want to think about it. We'll get to all that later. Um, I guess so. That'll clear up how's your week very quickly. <laughs> I played some video games. Did some yard work. So, of course, you go back to work, and I get to start my new job this week. So, Woo-hoo. I do. I'm not looking forward to it. I got a lot of emails flagged. Not not looking forward to it. Mm. But uh, hey, at least summer's officially over. What, so. Did anybody quit this time while you were gone? I mean, if they did, no one told me. So oh, okay, all the better. that's a plus, maybe. When I could tell, no one called in all week. So if they oh. could just keep that up all fucking winter, that'd be fantastic. As soon as you come back, like, yeah, I'm not coming in today. Got two positions open. I'm hoping to have interviews. Like I was hoping to have interviews already set up this week, but whatever. I got a guy that's finishing training Wednesday, so that that frees up like a lot of time. I can go back to Saturdays being the floating guy and not being nailed down to a route. So if someone does call in, it's not earth shattering. That's good. So, yeah, we've, uh, I don't know what the weather has been like for you, but we went from 80 to 60 overnight. Well, I feel like I moved to Texas. We went from, holy shit, it's fucking hot, the thought summer was over, to a monsoon last three days, (laughs) nonstop rain, and then this morning when I went for a walk, uh, it was like 74. And it was really nice in the shade with the breeze. So we went from summer to spring to almost fall. <laughs> I don't know. I've been inside most of it. I don't know. If... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Based off the view out my window from my computer, it was raining for three days. <laughs> so that cut into tennis time. So I played tennis only twice. Oh. Um, did some yard work today. But, yeah, it's it was hot, and I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to barricade myself in here with a fan. And then it was raining, and I still barricaded myself in here. And 
Today it was nice, and I actually had to do stuff today since I had to go uh. back to work. <laughs> I'll probably stay up, sacrifice sleep, and play Destiny again tonight, trying to finish up, because I won't be home during reset tomorrow. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I'll be home, but I think I'll be working on somebody's breaks. Yay. It's a problem when people know you can work on cars. They want you to. You gotta play dumb. <laughs> so. Yeah, mm. Not a job you screw up, though. I mean, you could, but then it doesn't have I mean, how much do you like the guy? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, his family wouldn't miss him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's a joke, people. He went there. So, all right. Well, you want to just jump right into the news? Oh, I guess so. So, Xbox Australia announced a new controller that is has a grease-proof coating <laughs> so you can game, eat your favorite <laughs> chips, pizza, and not worry about getting your controller greasy and nasty. I, 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 regardless of the coating, I still feel it's going to be kind of nasty. I mean, why not? <laughs> I don't know who asked for it, but I'm sure somebody's probably pretty happy about it. It looks like if you touched it, it would just feel gross already just because of the coating they put on it. I'll tell you what, if I see someone who has that controller, I'm not using it. Hey, you want to use this controller? <laughs> oh. Don't worry about the Cheeto dust. It's sh- it's sh- wiped right off. It's like putting Rain-X on your controller. Uh, Civilization Six got announced for the Switch and is coming out November 16th. How's that going to work oh, on the yeah, Switch? Jeez. It's already kind of crazy that you can make an RTS work with an Xbox controller. How is that going to work I mean, with the Switch? That game's hard to play on a PC with mouse and keyboard, let alone... I mean, you almost need a damn mouse and keyboard to control everything as the micromanaging. But yeah, it's it's coming to the Switch. And I'm like, I don't know how that's going to work with Joy-Cons, but... Interesting. Maybe you got to buy a Labo with it. It's actual. It's an actual oh, keyboard. Oh, Civilization Labo. Labo. It's actual, yeah, it's actual keyboard. <laughs> That's their workaround for everything. You can't do that with Joy-Cons. Well, we have a Labo for that. (laughs) Uh, The Battlefield 5 open beta preload is now available for all platforms. Yeah. Uh, Rockstar has confirmed that Red Dead 2 will not have character switching like they did in the GTA 5 story. Oh, okay. So you're stuck with one person. Yeah. No big deal. And a Chinese studio was working on an MMO Lord of the Rings game that takes place a long time before the events of the movie. Interesting. I will probably check that out. I'm not gonna lie. And then last but not least, the Overwatch League has officially added eight new teams, bringing the total to wow. 20 for next season. So teams that have been added, uh, Atlanta, uh, Guangzhou, China... Uh, as well as Chengdu and Hang- and Hangzhou, China. So three t- Chinese teams join: Paris, Toronto, Vancouver, and Washington D.C. Wow! On top of the twelve that are already there, already so they there. have twenty in their second season. They ex- almost doubled their league size. Holy crap! That's it's a lot of money. Nice. I mean, they've made a big splash. I mean, they were on ESPN for the finals. They were in Madison Square Garden. Like it was, right. it, was it was quite an event. But yeah, they, they, they grew huge. Wow. 
Alright, well, tabletop update. So, we All actually right. got to convene. It took them a while to get through the last three rooms, but... Uh, let's see here. Um, first room they went into... I think they fought zombies. I don't know. It was an unmemorable fight. They are whites. They fought some whites. Pretty well killed them without any issue. Kind of wow. figured they would. Then they go into a room with a wraith. Ooh. And I almost killed all of them with it. <laughs> like, I had them all... Like, I had two of them. They were just like, I've got to leave the fight. Like, I had to fully withdraw from the fight and skip my turn. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, uh, they're already, like, losing their teeth and stuff, so... I had one... Yeah cast this spell that sends a player to another plane. So they made them disappear from the game for two <laughs> rounds. So that, that eliminates one whole attacker. I had one guy fully retreat, and I had another one that was, like, taking con damage and was on the verge of death. And a wraith, they found out, cannot be harmed with physical attacks, and they are a physical weapon heavy group so oh, this fight took forever because they're flipping through the rule book and they're reading through their characters like there's got to be something i can use which was my barbarian took her forever realized that at level six which she just got to level six she could rage and attack incorporeal creatures <laughs> so she was able to use her physical weapons but it took a lot of research for her to be like okay i think i can do something which kind of tipped the scales back because their best fighter was able to because of a, a rage perk. Which nice. I didn't know that, so I was laughing oh. the whole time. <laughs> and then when she got her shit back, I was like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> so, they got through that room. Uh, they got into the king's chamber. Uh, which, th they knew this as players, but their characters didn't know. They were fighting somebody they already defeated. Okay. And, the, and one of the party members was wearing the dude's crown. Ooh. So he walks in with their crown, and he's already pissed, because the last time they killed him, they cut open his chest cavity, and they shit in it. Holy crap. Hey, I let them, I let, I'm like, so what are you doing? They're like, we cut open his chest, and we take a big shit in it. And I'm like, so Alrighty. they fought the reincarnated king with shit in his chest. And he's mad because not only did they kill him, but they stole his crown. Don't hit him in the chest. Don't hit him in the chest. Don't hit him in the and, chest. <laughs> and, like, I had a better understanding of how to play him and his magic. So this time, I was having some fun with him. Like, oh, I was nice. running. Like, I had several of them down to less than 10 HP. I had the Barbarian down to almost nothing. Or pretty close to nothing. And one of them rolled a crit, and I'm like, okay, it's double damage, it wouldn't be a big deal, but we have the new crit cards. And uh, so, I had this character beefed, and I'm like, I am going to wreck your all shit. Luckiest fucking crit card ever. It basically, it was called Across the Eyes. The target is permanently blind. You lose a lot of shit going permanently blind. I think so. You lose your AC, you lose your attack bonuses, you lose anything that relies on strength and dexterity, which is every attack and to top it all off even if you do manage to hit you have to roll a percentage dice so just because you hit there's a 50 50 chance you miss because you're blind and so i had one of them dead to rights on like a like i rolled an 18 and i'm like oh i'm gonna fuck you up and then i rolled like a 28 or i rolled a 10 on the percentage dice and i'm like mm. he missed he missed <laughs> Because I rolled the damage before the percent to miss, and I'm like, yeah, right. you avoided so much fucking damage. Like, like that would have been a kill shot. 
But instead, I didn't roll high enough on a percentage dice. So, they kill the king. Again, they shit in his chest. And he had this seal stone in his eye that lets him pass through cursed areas unaffected. So they shit in his chest and they rip this thing out of his eye. And they're so focused on loot. And there's this sarcophagus that none of them had the spell to break in. And they were trying all these different things. Like, well, can I can I use strength? And I'm like, it's sealed by magic. But sure, if you want to hit it really hard, hit it really <laughs> hard. Nothing, nothing's going to change. So they're all concerned about loot. And I, I give them plenty of time. No one wants to heal. They're all like below 20 HP. And I'm like... Okay, all of a sudden, the the group of people that you refused to have help you because you thought they were going to betray you, well, they're here now to betray you. And so I had them rush in with ten crossbows pointed at them. And they're like, oh, we could take this. I'm like, no, you don't get it. I'm like, I'm having these guys attack as a group. They're going to pick one person, and they're going to shoot you ten times. Mm. I'm like, three of you are under ten HP. You will die. <laughs> so... I had the leader challenge the Barbarian to one-on-one combat. And because my Barbarian's AC is so damn high, you almost have to crit to hit her. Mm. Well, got her low. And then when that was done, they used an Intimidate check to try to intimidate the all the, the archers. Because they're like, well, fuck, now what do we do? And the people with the highest Intimidate and Diplomacy, I told them they had to roleplay this really well. Otherwise, they were getting attacked. And none of them were really trying. And I'm like, I'm just going to fucking kill you all. I'm like, and this is your one time I needed you to role play. <laughs> and you're being nonchalant. So then the drunk of the group steps up and makes the most logical, drunken argument ever. And I'm like, how the hell is he role playing better than you all? <laughs> but I was like, all right, fine. So I had him drop their weapons and run away. So that was the end of that. Well, now they assumed that the cure for the curse was in the tomb. I'm like, well, I guess you're going to have to leave. And they're like, wait, the the cure isn't in here? I'm like, no. They're like, well, then what are we supposed to do? I'm like, I don't know. I guess you all are going to have to figure that out. And they're like, but it's a two-day walk back to town. I'm like, and you're standing around arguing and not taking, you know, the time to start moving. (laughs) So they were pissed, and they all thought they were going to die. And I had this planned ahead with one of them I chose. Whereas they're walking back, they get uh, interrupted by Sentira, which is the uh, the oracle with the bright, shiny tits that, like, you know, okay. shine lights. She uh, she demands that the, the one that she uh, wanted a relationship with come with her as a sex slave. And she had them surrounded. I had them surrounded by, like, a hundred plus enemies. So, like, I made it very clear this was not a fighting situation. And <laughs> they still were coming. They were still fucking considering it. I'm like, y'all are going to get shit on, but just like you shit on the king twice now, but so she more or less agrees to walk away from the group and more or less sacrifice herself into slavery in exchange for her curing their curse. So the curse was removed from them, but I didn't explicitly say the curse was removed from the slave. So I'm going to have some fun with that because they're going to forget all about it. And they think they're going to get her back and she's going to be fine. She may not have any eyes. She may not have any teeth. Oh, my. She may be dead. Who knows? So, yeah. So, and looking ahead to next week, uh, as they're sitting around the bar, when they get back drinking, all sad and shit, uh, the government rolls into town, a general, uh, looking to hire them. Because they're heading to Pyron's Bluff next. 
the, the country they're in is in Doran, and they won their freedom in a war with uh, the Chelish Empire. They're like, it's like the Brits and the, uh, mm-hmm. the Americans. Like, no, nah, we're not part of the Brits anymore. Okay. So they're constantly at war. Well, there's this one keep that this baron was neither. He, like, stake his claim as this is mine. I don't belong to any country. And it's a really key place, so nobody was attacking. They were all appealing to him to, like, let let them, you know, become part of this country. Well, there's supposedly intelligence that he's going to let the Shellish Empire have his keep, which means they'll be able to sweep across Andoran pretty much unmolested until they get closer to the sea. So the government has hired these people to go there and either persuade the Baron or stop the Baron from doing this. And, okay. like, they wasn't going for it because they're more so mercenary characters. They want money. They offered them money. They kind of had this, I guess, attitude. Well, they've been having trouble with the Lumber Consortium owner, so I made them an offer to help look into them and to have the government take care of them. And they jumped on board 100%. So... I have I have a plan for that. They don't know they don't know how much that's going to play into it and what they're going to find. But these next two adventures, they'll be out of out of their element. They'll be in a new town. They'll be doing some treasure hunting, and the one after that, if they survive, because they're going to be finding treasure maps. Maybe some ship combat. I'm hoping I haven't read that far ahead, but I'm hoping to get some pirate going up stuff going on in there. It seems like they've been out of the element since they started. <laughs> I mean, they have, but I mean, they've all been based out of the same town. Now I'm like, well, y'all are leaving town for a while. And when they come back to town, it's going to be a shit pit. Because what they don't, they didn't pay attention to is all those lumberjacks that came in to attack them and left are all cursed too. Oh my. So by the time they get back to town, (laughs) there's going to be a lot of dead people with missing teeth and eyes. And Sentira's story is not done. There's actually a plague that affects humans and Fey that's going to come into play here in about three stories. And then wow. there's, there's going to be plague zombies, and then there's a storyline I got coming up where there's going to be zombie zombies. Zombie so, zombies. The plague zombie one has me the most excited. Quite in depth. That's something. Uh, I've got one, a story in between I think I want to shoehorn in where they're on their way home and they get basically in a fight with a rival adventuring group over a relic and they get arrested and all this and then they had to prove their innocence so i think that'll be good to kind of stretch the timeline out let more people in the town die man you know. and Ruthless. i mean they, they got a fight in the haunted forest in that story so they've pissed know. off a lot of people that they've already forgotten names of like i've got a list of people that i can bring back in that they have wronged <laughs> It's gonna be fun. I'm thinking, like, I'm th- I know that I'm listening to this, so I can see this. I'm thinking about there's this witch called Ulysmila. They fought her cauldron. It was like a, the cauldron attacked them and tried to swallow them. So they cracked the cauldron, and then in their fashion, they all shit in it. So they shit in this broken witch's cauldron. They didn't fight the witch. They don't know where the witch was. So I'm thinking about creating a witch as an NPC. As the daughter of her and having them, her join the group as, you know, she's just looking for a mother type deal. Mm. And then having the fucking witch turn on them whenever they... Or have her join them and, ha, you know, hopefully none of them say, oh yeah, we 
we fucked your mom's house up. And then when she finds out, having that moment. So that's that's what I'm hoping to do. This is a high-fiber group. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> well, I mean, one of them eats brains and butterflies. Alrighty. They have lifetime supply of food from the butcher for saving his son three adventures ago. But the barbarian just wants the brains, and so he gives her a bucket of brains every day. You gotta get your fiber in the morning, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so that was tabletop this week. <laughs> Sheesh. And that was only three rooms of a dungeon and one post scene, basically. Need the unedited movie version. <laughs> I will say, as far as tabletop go, I can't wait for the D and Destiny thing to release, supposedly next month. Yeah. So I am going to put a group together for that because it's the rule book and the bestiary. I think is going to be free. And if that's the case, I'm probably going to hop on Patreon and throw them some money. Yeah, but I mean, I it's wanna, a like, small it's, fee to pay to get that. It's, it's based off D&D 5th Edition, which did away with a ton of the math and bonuses and kind of streamlined it to make it mm-hmm. easier. But they've shared samples of the bestiary and the rulebook, and I really can't wait. Yeah, I, I kind of looked at their Patreon. That looks very, very interesting. So I can't wait for the, the first public playtest for it. Cool. All right, well, let's talk entertainment. What did you watch this week? Well, I uh, actually watched quite a bit. I finished Harry Potter. All right. Um, wow. That was very good. I love the twists and turns at the end. Um, I started Burn Notice again. Right. And I watched all of Jack Ryan. I finished Jack Ryan and, this Oh, week. my gosh. Was that another amazing show? Go watch it, people. If you don't have Prime, go get it. $10 a month. $30 trial, or 30-day free trial, watch it. It's really, like, I, I need, like, I was mad it was only eight episodes, and I really, really needed a second season already. Yeah, I'm probably going to watch it through one more time. Oh, yeah. I, Minimum. Like, I, I was seeing previews for the new FBI show that Dick Wolf was putting out, and I'm like, it just makes me really want to watch Jack Ryan <laughs> over again. But, uh, yeah, and then that <laughs> Jim. The Office. Jim the Ryan. Office I watched that, I was like, bro. Pac's gonna fucking love this. <laughs> Jim Ryan. <laughs> How much pot did you smoke? <laughs> oh, the way that translated, it was just so great. <laughs> yeah, I thought they mashed it up really well. <laughs> so yeah, I need a second season of that, like, right the fuck now. Because it was really good. Like, uh, no, no huge, giant climax either. I just love how it's like, boom, it's done. Yeah. Like, every show does that. The hero and the villain have this big, giant, square-off moment. And he's just like, hey! Pops a gun in the air, everyone ducks by him, and he, bop! Puts was, him it down. Was, it was much more realistic of an ending. Yeah. So. No giant shootout, blaze of glory thing. He just tricked the guy and sh- put his ass down. But, uh, yeah, very, very good. I'm just an analyst. <laughs> On the fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm excited they're going to Russia, so they're going more towards the the Clancy roots, the storyline, yeah. because of, you know the '80s Cold War thriller. Right. So I can't wait to see how they're going to make that. Because I mean, this season was kind of topical too, with a lot of the 9/11 tie-in. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they're going to get political with Russia, with the Russia storyline. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of getting relevant again too. So, like I said, this should be interesting. <laughs> so I love that it's a, a political action thriller. So. But, uh, yeah, great show. 
It was really good. I gotta say, though, I was not expect. I mean, I, after the first couple movies of Harry Potter, yeah, but that whole series, I was not expecting it to be as dark as it was. It got darker the later you go in the movies. Yeah, I was like, wow. Like, I don't know, I guess I just always thought kids thing, like, but no, it's it's not. <laughs> it's It's pretty good. So... Very good. Uh, yeah, so that takes care of what I watched. I mean, the rest of the time I was playing Destiny, so. I watched some Rick and Morty. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I watched, really. Jack Ryan, and then Destiny came out, and I watched a ton of Twitch. Yeah. I watched a lot of Miss 5000 Watts, Goth, Lupo, Tefty. Uh, Holtzman, just whoever was on and wasn't right. doing an activity that I hadn't done yet. And then once I got to grinding, I just, whoever was on at the time, I just <laughs> kept flipping through people as they came on because I was on at all times of the day, so I got to see the whole range of Destiny streamers. Typically, if I was watching, um, it was, I, if T was on, I usually watch T-Rex just because he's pretty methodical in the way he goes about trying to get stuff done. So trying to figure out the best way to grind and level yeah, up. I, I watched a lot of his group this week and then I watched uh, quite a bit of Watts in the afternoons. Yeah. But, yeah, good stuff. Alright, well, you got a quiz for me? I do, and in honor of uh, the passing of Burt Reynolds, it's a Burt Reynolds quiz. Alright. And I will say I only got five correct. So, how well do you know Bert? So, right, here we go. Alright. Reynolds was one of the stars of Deliverance. Which of the four main characters in the movie did not survive the trip down the river? Ronnie Cox, Ned Betty, Bert Reynolds, or John Voight? Who died? I think it was Ned Beatty. I don't know. I've never actually seen Deliverance. I haven't either. Alright. Who co-starred with Bert Reynolds in Seamus? Sybil Shepard, Sally Field, Dean Cannon, Angie Dickinson. I don't think Sally Field was in that one. She was in Smokey and the Bandit with him. So, Sybil Shepard. Alright. Reynolds starred in The Man Who Loved Cat Dancing. To what does cat dancing refer? A place, a superstition, a ritual, a person. I know. It's, I I've know never seen that. I didn't either. even know that was a movie. So, <laughs> so that's not making your top three. A, a, a ritual. Which of these movies starred Reynolds with girlfriend Lonnie Anderson? Hopper, Stick, Gator, Stroker, Ace. Is uh, Hooper. Hooper. Bert starred in The Longest Yard. What was unusual about the people on the football Prisoners. team? Yep. Seen that yeah, one. Their ambitions are they were in alcohol or drug rehab, they were women, <laughs> they were senior citizens, or they were prisoners. Who co-starred with Burt Reynolds in Sharky's Machine? Jill Clayburg, Sarah Miles, Raquel Ward, Demi Moore. It's Rachel Ward. Reynolds starred in The End. To what does the title refer? Disease, Divorce, Death, Poverty. Divorce? At Long Last Love was a bomb for Bert. Who directed it? Peter Bodonvik, 
Hale Needman, Milos Foreman, Penny Marshall. Shit, how the hell do I know? <laughs> Milos Foreman? <laughs> Who directed his worst movie? <laughs> Who co-starred with Burt Reynolds in Silent Movie? Mel Brooks, Woody Allen, Alan Arkin, Peter Sellers. I don't think it was Mel Brooks. He's and Alan Arkin? He's the only one I don't recognize. Well, I did so well there. <laughs> what did I do? Three? Two? <laughs> yeah, we'll give you three because it. But yeah. Woo! That was awesome. Ah, I beat you finally. Woohoo! Seen a lot of Burt Reynolds movies, but like almost none, none of the ones on. None of those. Like, Longest Yard, recognize that one. And Cannonball Run, I recognize that one. But everything else, just. I got nothing. <laughs> Ah, all right. So, top three Burt films, huh? Mm-hmm. What do you got? I'll let you go first. Uh, my number three... Probably The Longest Yard. That's a good one. So, the uh, the OG Longest Yard. He was pretty good in the, in the Sandler one, too. He was in both, so Longest right. Yard. But you, uh, well, I definitely know my two. Um, you know, he wasn't a big role in this movie, but I liked the movie and I liked his character without a paddle. <laughs> he was barely in that movie. <laughs> I said he wasn't in it much, <laughs> but I liked his character in it. Uh, my number two is Stroke Race. Hmm. Uh, me and my brother watched that a lot. Uh, I'm going to go with Cop and a Half. I've not seen that. That's pretty funny when he's trying to protect a kid who saw a, uh, a mob hit. The kid's got dreams to be a cop, so. Uh, okay. Uh, my number one, Smokey and the Bandit. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Classic. My dad was a truck driver when I was a kid, so me and my brother watched a ton. We used to travel with him on the road all the time. So, first one was great. The other two sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the third one when they cut Burt Reynolds out of it to down to a cameo. I was like, why was this made? <laughs> Quick buck. <laughs> so, but yeah. There you have it, folks. Our favorite Burt's. Alright, uh, this week's <clears throat> featured charity is the Navy Marine Corps Relief Society. So the mission of the Navy Marine Corps Relief Society is to provide, in partnership with the Navy and Marine Corps, financial, educational, and other assistance to members of the Naval Service of the United States, eligible family members, and survivors when in need, and to receive and manage funds to administer these programs. As a nonprofit volunteer service organization, they use both financial and non-financial resources to identify solutions to meet emerging needs. They help clients improve personal financial skills and encourage individual financial responsibility. Uh, the guiding principles, we provide effective client service in a consistent, compassionate, and non-judgmental manner. We are committed to preserving the dignity, self-respect, and confidentiality of our clients. We are responsible stewards of the funds entrusted to us by our donors, 
and we provide our volunteers and employees with the training and resources to be effective, offering consistent services throughout the society. And we recognize the vital role of our volunteer force uh, plays in the delivery of society programs and services. So if you want to learn more or make a donation, you can visit their website at www.nmcrs.org. Very good. All right, main topic. I mean, I barely played any, so you're going to have to carry the weight on this one. <laughs> I mean, I got to the point where I got to see one Baron, and that was it. So I don't know. <laughs> you see him, all of them in a cutscene. <laughs> I got to the first cutscene, couldn't watch anymore. So the first I one I got scared. So you didn't actually it play it. You watched the pre-release trailer and was like, ah, I've seen him now. <laughs> I actually didn't buy the game. I'm still playing Osiris. Um, you poor bastards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's um, talk Forsaken. Spoiler so, heavy for the story. You should have played it by now. Yeah, um, at this point, there will be spoilers. So if you haven't played it, don't want to hear about it, turn us off. Sorry. <laughs> We're not holding anything back. <laughs> um, so I guess first of all what'd you think of the story okay so obviously we knew where it was starting mm -hmm. so that was a fun mission to play up until that point <laughs> uh, the Baron fights were good I enjoyed the majority of them um, and I actually at the very end I actually felt bad for Aldrin but I did not feel bad pulling the trigger no, not me. I'm just mad the game didn't let me pull the trigger myself. Yeah, it was the black screen. Come on. I I saved a golden gun that entire boss fight when it would have been so easy. I could have melted the last third, and I'm like, nope. This is for when he spits your ass back out. Because I did the whole campaign in honor of Cade as a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. And I did the whole campaign with a hand cannon, Midnight Coup, and then I didn't even get to blast the... That that end was was a. Was a huge I wasn't expecting it. Me. Let me put it that way. I was like, "Oh, what the fuck is that?" <laughs> I mean, I was. Once I saw that full cutscene with the queen for the first time, it was like, "Okay, yeah, she's not there. Like mm -hmm. he's having visions, you know." But I wasn't expecting what she was. <laughs> yeah, I still don't even know what she was. <laughs> I don't know what that purple blob was. Is that. Is that a servitor without its shell? I mean, what? <laughs> it's an ascendant something. Or other. All I know is I was like, that's tentacles. I'm like, and then it eats them, and I'm like, what the like, fuck is oh. going on? <laughs> I, I was pissed at that point, so I'm like, wait a second. That thing kills him, and I don't? Yeah, I know. I was like, really? You're not even going to get a chance to kill him. He's going to get eaten by a, a blob. I mean, it's funny, you. though. As you're fighting it, you can hear him screaming inside. Yeah. And I'm like, I kind of don't want to kill it now. I'm going to let you hang out for a while. You know, be, you know what would have been hilarious if he was inside and he's like, ah, missed me. <laughs> Could you shoot in the center of the mouth? I really would have been pissed that I couldn't pull the trigger. I'd have been popping. I'd have switched to Outlaw and fucking would have put six Golden Gun shots all over in there. Just like, one of those hit you. One of those melted you. You know, but uh, we kind of got to play with Cade a little bit. I mean, we weren't like More side so by than we ever did him, with Zavala and Ikora. And Ikora, anyway. yeah. So, I just, yeah, that was Cade's, cool. I mean, you could tell it wasn't Nathan Fillion this time. You could, yeah. Un unfortunately, I, I know Nolan North was trying, but it just, 
talk too much to notice. But I mean, he it was still classic Cade. Yeah. Uh, the dialogue was funny. Had the 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 Lord of the Rings call back there. He's like 16, 17, 18. <laughs> um, when he jumps off, lands on the cabal, falls off the cliff, and then he's riding a sir. <laughs> Or oh, not yeah, a sir, he's riding a shank, and he's like, left! <laughs> Although I kept thinking the whole time, the prison break, I'm like, like, I know this was the prison of elders and they were used for challenges, but who the fuck locked these guys up with weapons? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who locked the cabal up with flamethrowers? <laughs> They're like, I'm only going in there with my guns. I mean... <laughs> so, that was great. Um... It was, uh, it was fun to actually play through the prison. The the cut scene where he needed to get to the ground floor quickly. Oh, I know. That was awesome. It he's showed him in slow-mo, and he's just like, he throws this pe- a salute as he's riding the thing to the ground. I'm like, well, now we know how he crashed into the ground. He did it himself. <laughs> I was like, he's on a catwalk, or when he fell, and I'm like, oh, so that's how he gets down there. He stabbed a cabal and fell, and he's like, nope, just nope. kidding. I'm like, then how the hell does he get there? And Oh, he just took the shortcut by dropping an entire building on himself to get to the ground quicker. I mean, he took away the escape route by, what, destroying that plane, so. That's true. But, it, uh, yeah, so that opening mission was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider's cool. Very cool. I wonder how that, how that's going to pay, how that's going to come back on us as we made a deal with him, basically. Well, we gotta deal with him. Technically, we gotta deal with Callus. We, you know, the Queen. We gotta deal with her. And technically, she's still out there now that we've been to the uh, Z- Zavala city. wanting to focus on the city and not, not lend ourselves to the darkness. And then we just went and made a deal with the captain of the or the king of the space pirates. <laughs> so, yeah. So obviously, there was a quite the dynamic there between Ikora and Zavala. Um, yeah, in dialogue, you can. T- she even said, "Me and Zavala obviously don't see eye to eye on anything anymore." I was like, "Damn." Yeah. Uh, but I kind of like I understood where they were going with Zavala. I mean, it made sense. Well, I don't. I don't know if you remember this, but when the screen goes black and you're waiting to load into the tower, and Zavala's talking to you, he's like, "Did you even consider what I was thinking?" Or how I was feeling, or why I said the things I said. Like, there was some black loading screens, which I don't know if this is because I was on Xbox or if this was, if this was designed. But during the black screens, you can hear in one of them Savala talking to you, and then another one Ikora talking to you. And I'm like, fucking load! <laughs> and then when you load, you're just at the base of the tower. I'm like, all right, he wouldn't be talking to you across the tower. So right, that was obviously by design. But the subtitles don't kick in during that. So I was mm. like. Trying to listen really close. But, but yeah, uh, I remember him being like, I don't think we should do this, you know. That's that's a little bit too much towards the darkness. And I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here and give me my quest. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that still leaves up in the air what's going to happen with the Vanguard because, you know, nothing was replaced, you know, for the, the Hunters. Okay, yeah, not being replaced. They obviously aren't so. getting along real well. They're not a, They're not a whole fire team anymore. So we'll see, but uh, uh, I was I was getting pissed because on the third story mission, because technically if you don't count the adventures, there's only five story missions. So I, when you like mm-hmm. go to the lair and kill them, I'm like, we're gonna fight all these guys at once. 
Yeah, I was thinking that too. I'm and like, I was like, I'm going to be so pissed off because they've hyped up these barons and how they're wanted. And throughout that mission, which ended up becoming the strike, the hollowed lair strike, mm-hmm. you do face each of them, you know, until you drop their health about a third and then they're gone. Right. And then at the end, you know, you fight the fanatic, he gets away, and they all escape. And I'm like, okay. I was like, if I killed all these guys in one 15-minute mission, I was going to break my fucking keyboard. <laughs> like, like, that would have been such a waste. The one in missions yeah. were great, though. Cause like, I, I love that they had their own flavor. I wish I could replay them, but because they're adventures, I'm going to have to wait till Tangled Shore is... Flashpoint, or I have um, two. I have two alts I can take through yeah. the story. I guess I technically could play them again. Maybe this time I won't play them thirty light levels under because that. Like well, I wanted to fight the rifleman so bad, and everything was the red skull. And <laughs> after four or five wipes, I finally killed that. Bitch. But man, yeah. So what I uh, first time through, I've taken two characters now through. First time through. I had seen how I was under leveled. I went to other activities, mainly the Crucible, and Dude, I was crucible able to get myself you so quick. quite high. I actually got myself up to like four thirty by the time I was done with the Crucible because I had got my glory rank up twice and I got some five hundred drops. So the yeah. the first time I fought them, I was at least on par or just a little above, and the Prospector destroys them like just annihilated them the second time i i was like okay i'm getting my warlock all the way up to level 43 so i can use the bow because mm-hmm. i just wanted to use the bow that's all i've been using <laughs> it's the bow it's I amazing have a, there are very weapon. few situations that i don't use the bow in <laughs> i mean it's perfect it's got long range short range everything like bow and hand cannon Probably ever have an ammo issue with it unless you just stay in one place the whole time. It takes a so, little while to burn through it all, too. Um, at one shot at a time. So, yeah, the second time through, by the time I got to the second Baron, I was 500. So, unfortunately, the Barons didn't drop me anything above 500. In fact, four of the six Barons dropped me the same stinking grenade launcher at 500. I've gotten the same grenade launcher seven times now, I've showered it every time. I was very annoyed. Um, <laughs> I think it's like Edge of Transit. I'm like, I swear to God, if I get another one of these. Mine's like three graves or something. There. Just, yeah. Although I, I'm coming around on grenade launchers. They are actually a little better this time around. But. I was using play of the game for the longest time because it was my highest light. I was never a huge grenade launcher person. But I ended up getting the uh, Gambit rocket launcher with tracking and cluster. Nice. And I don't even care if it's only 500. That bad boy stays. <laughs> I do like how if it's the same items, it's only glimmer. Yes, thank God. Let's let's talk about that. Infusion is expensive. Fusion is... You better think about it. Like, I wanted to get my sleeper to 500, and I didn't want to spend all day on IO grinding phase glass, and the spider hadn't sold it yet. I wanted to raise my bow, but then I was like, let me at least get to the soft cap before I bring it up from 410. Yep. So. I had a bunch of tokens left over, and vendors were dropping up to 435 before going to the next soft cap. So I got myself to 435 with a bunch of leftover tokens. 
And then when I went to Infuse, I was like, I had over 90 Masterwork cores just from, I grinded so much Solstice and mm -hmm. like nothing that dropped I wanted to keep because I knew I had new shit coming. Yep. I was pretty set in the weapons I used. I'm like, I don't need this. Which I hear there is a, a way you can exploit the Masterwork cores. Like once you hit Legend and and uh, Gambit, you can go repurchase the same weapon from the Drifter. And when you break it down, it gives you 10 cores. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I think it costs you five to buy five cores to buy it, and you get okay, you ten. Yeah, I saw shards, something so. about that. So you can double your masterwork cores just by doing that. But when I went um, to infuse, I was like, "This costs masterwork cores? What the fuck?" Yeah, I mean it's all over it's, the place. Um, it's, I had a it, lot of planetary mats. I didn't have any phase glass, but for people that didn't save a bunch of shit and grind their ass off ahead of time, I could see how infusion is a real pain right now. True, but I mean, at least they did also go back to where Spider is selling that stuff. So, if you've got a ton of shards, you can get your Masterwork cores. So, and the it it varies like what he sells stuff for. Yeah, it rotates like at random, and it rotates. It's so, different. Like one day it's shards, one day it's glimmer. Yeah. As you start purchasing, shit it starts to get more expensive. Like you can't just spam it. Right. So that's cool. Um. I also like, though, that with the weapons, basically, primary and energy, as long as it's a primary or energy, you can use it to infuse. Yep. Like, it's not hand cannon for hand cannon anymore. It's Thank God for that, too. So that's nice. Yep, as long as it's, uh, yep, any, anything, as long as you use the same ammo type. You know. So, in, I mean, in reality, how many people really bring, like, I mean, okay, when you could earlier, when it only cost you some glimmer, but brought every single weapon up to the... I mean, you bring the ones you want. I mean... So... I mean, like, towards the end of Solstice, like, I wasn't going to get weapon drops any higher than 380. Like, I was at the cap short of running the raid. So, if it was... Like, by then, most things, because they were set rolls, were dropping at that. So I could just wait. Whereas, I had, you know, a handful of weapons in year one. I'm like, I want these to be the highest level, so I'll infuse them. And the rest, like I started cleaning out my vault because bounties cost like 5,000 glimmer a piece. And yep. I'm like, it's so nice to be able to spend glimmer. Mm -hmm. And I went and cleaned out my vault and got my, and like I had stuff that was in there that was like 290. That I was like, in year one, I was like, I got to save this to infuse up my Titan. And I had like five of the same assault rifle, all five Valcadens, all with different burns. And I'm like, I'm probably never going to use this again. So I deleted all but one. And then I I'm thinking, why not just too. delete it? Because with collections, I can reprint the year one weapons now. And it reprints a lot closer to your light level. So, like, I started cleaning out my vault. My shaders I cleaned up until I hit max level. And I'm like, I mean, I might as well save it. Then that, whenever I'm, you know, 75,000 Glimmer short, I can go to Rahul for five minutes and get all my Glimmer back. So, Yeah, I mean, all those bounties drop Glimmer. I mean, I, I spent 50, half my Glimmer... And all of a sudden, I check back after a little bit, and I'm back to a hundred thousand. So exactly. it's very easy to oh, get well, your glimmer the, back. Some of those those wanted bounties from Spider, they give you three thousand glimmer. Yeah. Which the bounty system, holy shit! Like, talk about feeling overwhelmed with stuff to do on your what? It's not your your you know, consumable page anymore. It's your your tracking page. Yeah, but it's full. Like I used to only have three things at a time in there, and that's because I never did Acrius. and now it's. It's full. 
you know, it's it's overwhelming, but like I said, most of them only give you glimmer. That's and true. Then, and then some give you planetary material. So, you know, to an extent, it feels overwhelming if you're trying to get all those done. But if you think through what you're trying to accomplish, you know, a lot of those bounties you can kind of skip if you don't care about the glimmer or if you don't care about the planetary planetary material at the time. You know, but there are a lot that are giving engrams too, which is nice. Because like the triumph thing is probably one of the best things I've added because there's stuff to go after because I love I love the record books and checking stuff off. Right. And being able to go into that there's like seven different triumphs and there's probably a hundred things to do in each almost. Mm-hmm. And so I I was looking at my destinations. I'm like I'm almost done with EDZ. And so the last three days I've gotten into a habit where I go to the tower, pick up all the bounties from there. And then I go to EDZ and I knock them all out basically at once. And then I go to Titan and knock them all out. And so the only thing I haven't been working on is Io. So I'll do three planets and then I'll go to the Dreaming City for a while. And so like, I don't know that I'll do daily bounties beyond getting them checked off in my Triumph book. But I mean, it's, it's a they're good fun way, to do for now. It's a good way to pick up some quick materials and some quick glimmer if you're in need of it. You know. I mean, if you're already going to be there for the Flashpoint, or you're, you're doing something there specifically, or looking for dead ghosts which are back, then why not pick them up? Because you're going to, unless it's run a certain specific loss sector, you're going to you're gonna get it done anyway. Which, I mean, most of the time it's like, get 10 precision kills. I'm like, well shit, I got that on the way in here. I mean, I feel like there's a problem with the Flashpoint, because it seems like it's resetting daily. It did at first, and then the last four days it didn't. Because I was doing the flashpoint daily, I was doing the strikes daily too. Because I did the I did the flashpoint on my warlock yesterday, and then all of a sudden, right before I went to bed, I noticed I could do it again. <laughs> It'd be nice to get some clarification. Like I know yeah. certain things reset every four days, but then they had the glitch where next week's stuff reset, and so if you did it, you got soft cap stuff, which means you nullify your powerful drops next week. And I made the mistake of doing one of those things. But it's also kept me from playing things I want to do because I'm afraid of missing out on the drop. Because I'm right. sure, like, I don't even have a raid group, and I'm sure I won't even be close enough to, to get in the raid on Friday. But I still want my powerful drops because part of mm -hmm. the fun of grinding is getting higher. Well, yeah, and that's the only way you are getting higher. Like, nothing else is dropping for like, you above I, 500. I love that the Dreaming City is like. like dangerous like you're not no yeah. one was over leveled when they went in there no the first lost sector i went into i got slapped back out of it <laughs> i went back in there the next day with no more power and just had to run circles away from oh god i hate screebs Woo! especially did in you... blind well <laughs> <laughs> was that so did you do the one that was right there to the left when you load in yes i turned around and hopped in there yeah i've done that one twice as long as you can dodge, stay out of the abominations range, you can. It's manageable if you step oh, yeah. back, snipe, and use your super. So. Um, I haven't tried the. I tried going into the one and like the third one, and I went in there and there were question marks and they were immune and I'm like, well, guess this isn't happening. I'm out. I'm not doing this daily bounty. <laughs> and there's so much like just from streams. There are so much hidden stuff in the Dreaming City. 
They said there would be. I haven't found much of it. Like, if you drank the uh, space drugs, like it, that. it opens up. Like there's jumping platforms behind Petra. There's jumping platforms yeah. on the way to the blind well. I seen someone do. Uh, we found one of the hidden kitties. <laughs> nice. Uh, we did that that jump puzzle along the wall and found what a piece of lore and a region chest. Like there's. There's so much stuff, and the blind well, if you got a big enough group, is a ton of fun. Because I got in there last night, and I needed 10 tier 1 clears to get the offering, and I got in, and there were 7 of us. It was almost to the point to where none of us could shoot anything, because we were shooting each other. (laughs) Like, one guy tried to shoot his heavy standing on the ground and blew himself up, and from then on, (laughs) he just had people jumping up in the air and shooting grenades. And I'm like, I'm just going to save my heavy for the boss because it seems like a good way to get myself blown up. But we were in there. We had two warlocks with the uh, their new super, the sword, the well. Oh, and then okay. we had a titan with the new defender. So he was basically the vault of glass shield. Nice. And we would just stand behind him in this well and melt everything. You know, we pro- I probably did like seven or eight tier twos because like once i got mine done i was like well, i'll help these guys out because i'm having a good time so did you get I, all your seedless cores then i got one. Oh, okay i i was i like i did i thought you had to go do the mission and i didn't want to bail on these guys it turns out you could just use it so i used it before i went to bed but as i was playing because i got it on my second uh mm-hmm. my first tier two clear we did a tier one two tier ones and then a tier two and I got it on my first tier two clear. Well, I did seven or eight more, and it never dropped. And so I was like, I wonder if you can't have multiple in your inventory. Or maybe you can, and the drop rate really just is that low. But I have the Solar Hunter, the new subclass, the Blade Barrage unlocked. And I went ahead and did Spectral Blades. rather than, like I really wanted to do the Arkstrider one for that uppercut melee with the staff. Oh, yeah. But... I can't think of too many situations I wanted to have a spinning staff to deflect stuff. No, and, and I've used it, and I mean, yeah. It I heard keep, it does triple damage when you when you shoot stuff back, but. Yeah, I haven't been successful at getting anything deflected back at anyone. It just basically works as a shield. But you get knocked back quite hard when there's a lot of guys shooting you at the same time, too. Like, you can't just walk forward easily. Hmm, that's unfortunate. So... I went with Spectral Blades. It's not real great in Gambit unless you're using it against PvE. Because it's so slow in Gambit that a Warlock and a Titan can just float and you will never catch them. Hmm. But, uh... Very good. Yeah, so so far I've gotten the, uh... I did the Arc Staff and then I did the, uh... For the Warlock I also did their Arc, so I've got the Thunder Palm or whatever. Ah, nice. Which... That's pretty cool. Uh, it's hard to see what you're shooting at, but man, does it melt stuff. Oh, yeah. We had a, a warlock last night running that in the blind well with us. And between that, my arc staff, because I'm working on arc grenade kills, and we had a second titan that was using his shield as a sentinel. <laughs> Boss disappears. <laughs> nice. But I grinded it for a while. I got... One thing I noticed, and I, I kind of love they made this change, exotics don't fucking drop anymore. Mm-mm. Like, I have gotten four total exotics. One of them was a year one. 
which I'm not upset about. It was Raiden Flux at 513 light. Oh, lucky bastard. And I was like, that is something I will use. That that yes. was something I was going to bring up regardless. I got the Ace of Spades, which was a quest, so I don't really count okay. it. Yep. And then when I got my first rank up in Crucible, I got Trinity Ghoul, which is the, the Arc exotic bow that, dare I say, clears ads better than Sunshot even. Mm. It's, it's a wonderful bow. Because once you proc Lightning Rod, not only does it never go away until you fire an arrow, but like with Sunshot, you got to get a headshot to trigger yeah. the detonation. No, you just hit something. With this, is, I mean, you got to get a precision kill, but that next arrow is going to distribute that electricity regardless if you hit an enemy. Because I fired it at a wall mm-hmm. where these guys were behind cover and it zapped everything. So think of it as like, Sunshot, but you don't have to hit anything. You just got to get it close, and against a group of thrall, wipes them out. Just like a, a sunshot precision shot. You you get one. And what's great is if even with that lightning arrow, if you get a precision hit with it, not only does it chain the lightning and fry everything, it gives you another lightning arrow back because technically yep. you got a precision kill. So you can have nonstop lightning for sixty eight shots if you're going to hit your shots. And then I got real lucky in the blind well. I don't know if there was an engram I wasn't paying attention to because by the end with the boss, there are so many orbs and there the, the harmony orbs are on the ground and ammo's everywhere and you're just running around. I got the Cerberus plus one, Ooh. which is the four-barreled auto rifle. Nice. I got it early on, and that's the first time I've taken the Ace of Spades off in the well. It's, it's something else, dude. <laughs> like... Like, it hits hard. One barrel is guaranteed to, you know, hit your precision. There's one straight barrel. And the rest of it's like shooting a shotgun. What's hilarious is when your spread shots, when all four of them hit the head, just done. (laughs) But you sit there and just hip fire that thing, and you're hitting this guy, this guy, that guy. The contra gun. (laughs) It really is, and it's it's so funny. It dropped at like 521 for me. That's my highest drop. Oh, man, nice. And, like, I legit didn't put the Ace of Spades back on for the rest of the well run. Because I was just having fun just spraying that damn thing. It's got such a large magazine. Yeah, I've gotten uh, the Trinity Ghoul, the Prospector. And, that yeah, that's pretty much the exotics that I've gotten dropped so far. I haven't gotten so, any new armor yet, unfortunately. Um, as a Titan, though, I, I want to get that insurmountable skull fort. Have you heard about this thing? That's a year one exotic. You should have it already. No, 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 no. But have you heard what it does for Superman? Yeah, if you kill... What? As long as you get a kill, you get your Superman. As long as you get your... You get a kill, yeah, your super comes back, right? Because it counts as a melee also. That is ridiculous. When I play my Titan, I'm definitely doing my Striker. Not necessarily for the Superman, but because you can get into shoulder charge, jump, and ground pound. And as long as you get a kill with Skull Fort, it gives you your melee back. Like, so you have unlimited crazy. D. You have unlimited D one death from above, <laughs> as long as you get a kill. Because I was watching Holtz play, and he would just run around until he was above a group and do his ground pound, and his melee came right back. I'm like, I'm gonna play that so much. I was watching Tefty just be Superman all day. <laughs> I've seen videos of guys like they get as high as they can in the Dreaming City, and then they Superman off and. They're just gone for a long time, and then their ghost pops up, and you hear Guardian down. 
I was like, that seems like a super if you were trying to get somewhere you're not supposed to, or uh, you can't yeah. make a jump. Like, imagine the jumping puzzle in the raid. Like, imagine if you had Superman during King's Fall. Oh, man. Guys, I just don't under—I just don't understand the ship. Well, then just fucking fly across the whole thing. Get on the first ship and just Superman the rest of the way, like a bunch of the hunters did back in the bow glitch days. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, overall, definitely the best story I think Destiny's ever told. Uh, even better than Taken King, I think. I definitely felt something yeah, in this the, one. So the Dreaming City, I think, has like if it really is that much under the surface. And it's going to evolve, and I mean, it's already going to change once the raid's done. I can't. It's going to be a fun year, so. Yeah. And I still got two characters to take through, and I've just I've been having too much fun on my hunter grinding to do it. Otherwise, I probably would be a high enough level. I just didn't want to run the story three times through this week. I wanted to experience all the new stuff first. Yeah. All right. Well, we hit our hour. Yeah. So yeah, Forsaken. If you like Destiny, come try this, it. This was it's, this it's this was definitely so this was definitely not a game or an expansion for new people. This was this was an expansion for the players. And I, I gotta say, before we go, the Prison of Elder Strike, probably the greatest strike Destiny has ever had. <laughs> I still need to do that one. There's there's a lot of fan service there. So, all right, man. Tell them where we can find you, and we'll get out of here. Oh, I didn't even mention that. I mean, I know you did too, but I did stream the first two days. I streamed the first day. I got you streamed uh, so yeah. held up. Like I got so excited the next day that I freaking I never hit go live. Oh uh, well, I got st- I got started watching Netflix and Jack Ryan and stuff, so I just stopped going live. But <laughs> first day I was like twelve hour stream. So yeah, same. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, you can find me uh, on Twitter, Mixer, and uh, Instagram at PackDevil. I'm Wielding Hammer, and you can find me on uh, Twitter and Mixer at Wielding Hammer. And you can find us uh, on Twitter at CyberPowHourPod. And can join our Discord by following our pinned tweet. You can find us on Facebook by searching CyberPoweredHour. Or you can send us an email at CyberPoweredHour at gmail.com. Who knows? If you do that, Wildy might buy you something. Probably not. <laughs> Alright, let's get out of here. I want to play some, some Forsaken. Yeah. Right. Everyone have a good week. We'll see you next week. Later. Bye-bye.